kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Saber's hungry. Stay out of the basement! I must have your beautiful hands. You know how much I love how I want my bride. <laughs> Goblin's glare, the goblin's glare. <laughs> Is that a song? No. <laughs> the goblin's glare, the goblin's glare. It's not a song. It is now. It is a. It is a song. It is a song. Welcome to welcome to dead cat. Welcome to welcome to goblin's glare. Goblin's glare. <laughs> goblin's glare. Mm, yes, I've been watching so much Australia's Next Top Model, and it's Ooh, it was cycle babe. five, I think. Wow, with, you've gotten so far. With the top threes, Tawny and uh, Cassie and Claire. Claire. Wow, it's really so good. I might do a clay mask after this. Oh, wow. Clay face. The haunted mask. So, uh, you guys. So, uh, we are so... Still in Still welcome More Tales. Welcome yes. I'm Matthew Scott. Oh, yeah, 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 this yeah, is my yeah, brother yeah. Dan Montgomery. We love Goosebumps, and we are still in Still More Tales to give you Goosebumps, our special edition number four by R.L. Stein. And today we're talking about the Goblin's Glare Halloween. It's still Halloween. It's Halloween. We wanted to start off this episode by saying thank you for reaching out. Thank you for reaching out. <laughs> we got some cute emails. Cuties. Um, hi, Colby. Thanks for that email. Thanks, Colby. Hey, Richard. Thanks for rewriting the end of I Live in Your Basement. You guys, Richard rewrote. Wow. Richard rewrote the ending of I Live in Your Basement. And it was nasty. It was nasty. It was wild. If you remember that one, that one ends just like on a, huh? Kind of like the Goblin's Glare, Kind of like the Goblin's Glare. Goosebumps number 61. And, I, and Richard, wow, snaps for creativity, girl. Richard, come through, Richard. Stay out of my butthole. Yes. And uh, Patrice. Hey, girl. Hey, Patrice. So thanks Stay for blessed. reaching out. You can uh, always email us at welcome to deadcast at gmail.com or you say hey. You can always do that. Just say hey. There's always time for a movie montage. That's true. So let's get into it. Okay, cool. Let's do it. So our protagonist in The Goblin's Claire is... Wait, my- can I do something different that we never do? Sure. Can I read the first paragraph of the book right now? Of course. Because I'm just looking at it and I just really like it and I want to read it now. You better read it now. The Goblin's Glare. The goblin was hideous. He smiled at me from the floor of my bedroom. He had hairy warts all over his face. Green scales covered his arms. His dirty fingernails were long and pointy. Sounds like that drag queen you dated. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. So this is, that's the first paragraph of that short story. I just felt like doing that now. Yeah, that's good. This the the protagonist of this short story uh, is Mike, a guy named Mike Mason, and he has made this 
goblin. Uh, he wants to be a famous... He's going to be a famous artist. You and just wait. L- watch this space for Mike Mason. Yes, he's blonde, most importantly. Uh, uh, and he wants to be... He's going to be a famous artist, famous for his gross and scary paintings. And he's made this sort of goblin out of... Con- I don't. I couldn't quite figure this out. It doesn't... <laughs> um, like a lot of still more tales to give you goosebumps, it's getting a bit delirious and it's going to be making less and less sense. It, it, like he, it's hard for me to nail down what this story is about and what's actually happening. He, you, you heard the description of this goblin, but I'm not sure if it's like a drawing of the goblin on a piece of paper or if he made it out of like construction I've paper. I've always thought like of Like a it, paper doll, kind I've of like always, a big... I don't know what it is. I thought it was a giant piece of construction paper and he drew a picture on it. So it's like a... It's like a painting or a drawing or a sketch. Right. And so I wasn't sure whether it was that or if it was like he had cut out like arms and hands and a face with different pieces of construction paper and like glue them together, tape them together. I think it's just a drawing. I think it's just a drawing. But I could be wrong. Well, you just heard what the goblin sounds like. Yeah, green scales on his like. arms. You heard you heard exactly what he sounds like. He sounds like this. <laughs> he sounds like he, he sounds like this. The goblin's glare. <laughs> I, speaking of goblins, I've been rewatching um, the Spider-Man the '90s cartoon. Yes. And yesterday or two days ago, time doesn't matter. No, no, it doesn't. Um, I watch Enter Enter the Green Goblin, and if yes. you remember. So the Hobgoblin is like a main villain in Spider-Man, but so far from what I've been watching, this is only, uh, this is riveting, you guys. Um, There's only one episode with Green Goblin, and what happened was, it was Norman Osborn who was trying to develop chemical warfare, uh, working under Wilson Fisk. Oh, yeah. And he, um, he was feeling pressure to create this, like, gas, this gas, and there's, like, you know what I learned about rewatching cartoons? What? The end of every episode of X-Men or Spider-Man ends with just everything exploding. Like, everything explodes at the end, and that's how we tie everything up. Yeah. So anyway, he was rushing to get this um, gas made, and it exploded. And what happened was, was this nasty green gas infected an old hobgoblin costume, which made it purple and green. What? And it affected the, the hobgoblin mask, which turned green and then he put it on and it also affected his voice oh so norman osborne and there's a sequence at the end where like i guess like water is like green goblins like whatever yeah and like peter parker spider-man is like holding him he gets stuck under this giant statue and water's like pouring over him i'm talking about norman osborne green goblin right now riveting again this is even better than my grasshopper story i think i'm following this yes and uh, as the water's splashing over him, he's losing his Green Goblin voice. Uh-huh. So it's like going, he's like, No, Spider-Man, no, I can't, I can't. Get me out of here. I'm stuck here. I'm stuck here. <laughs> and it like goes between this like wow. super stupid, like cartoony voice. Yeah. And so I am at, oh, I wonder if I can, oh, it's that, more work That sounds for like myself. that drag queen you dated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Um, he actually DM'd me last night. Um, uh, so, uh, uh, I'll see if I can put a. I'll see if I can put the clip in. I'm gonna. I'll, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you can know what I'm. But like, the, okay, I'm putting the clip in right here. This is what I imagine the goblin in our story sounds like. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly <laughs> how I imagined it. 
Okay, I'm done for the podcast. Now it's Daniel's turn. All right, here we go, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So he makes this goblin and... He puts it on his front door for like Halloween night, like to I don't know. He puts it on the door to like scare kids or something. He tapes it up, and his best friend Karen comes over and thinks it's super scary. She says, "I'm glad this goblin is only made of construction paper." Yeah, again, confusing. Right. So maybe it is like I'm not sure. I don't know. But anyway, she is over there at at Mike's house because they are together making their werewolf costumes. Okay, crafty, crafty bitches. And they're gluing fake fur onto sweatshirts and bike shorts. I'll tell you what, being a werewolf is not an easy Halloween costume. I tried it this past Halloween and you got to have a lot of money and I plan, did it one year. Plan ahead. It's not easy. It's not easy, but it's a lot of fun. It, okay. Sure. The goblin is scary, but Mike is like, ah, "I want it to be terrifying so he says i know what will make it scarier if i paint over so it's painting if he paints over the the droopy sort of sleepy eyes that the goblin has and he paints over the eyes and makes them huge white eyeballs with a tiny black dot in the middle kind of like the green goblin like you said the green goblin has yellow eyes but it does it sounds like that it sounds like the simpsons kind of lol i think it actually does sound pretty scary it does and and mike's like oh well now he looks crazy i like it and so they hang it back up on the front door and his mike's mom is like oh that's so scary. It's going to give people nightmares. And Mike says, that's, that's what, what Halloween, Halloween is all about. And But then he stops for a second and goes, wow. But it is very scary looking. The goblins glare. The goblins glare. So now it's Halloween night and Karen and Mike are going trick-or-treating and are going to go to one more house. Twick or tweet. But Mike kind of feels like, I don't know, somebody's watching them. Somebody or something. And he gets a little spooked, and he's like, well, one more house, that's fine, but I don't know, we should get home pretty soon. And they're walking on the path to the front door of this house, and a goblin pops out of the bushes, his goblin, except it's real now, with its long toenail scrape and the sad walk. Fingernail, sharp as knives. Fingernail, sharp as knives, alive. And No, please. And starts to sort of, I don't know terrorize them and they drop their bags to look kindy wait i just realized that when he was painting the white eyeballs over the old sleepy ones he yells at the goblin shouts at it saying wake up wake up you have to be the most horrifying goblin to haunt the neighborhood yeah you know sometimes you got to tell a goblin what to do so maybe it woke him up oh maybe it did maybe it really really did yeah and he said you got to be the most terrifying goblin in the neighborhood and now bitch now, Be careful what you shout at your construction paper. That's for sure. I've been shouting at all kinds of things. The goblin gets closer and closer with its raspy breath, chasing them until they get to the front door of, of Mike's house. No, pound, please. They pound on the door. They pound the alarm. They say, open the door. Open the door, please. And Mike's mom answers. She says, what's wrong? And they push inside. And mom's mom Mike's mom slams the door with a bang. And that bang causes Mike to wake up. It was all a dream. Oh my gosh. I'm so relieved that that whole thing was just a dream. So Mike wakes up and it's now actually Halloween morning. Oh, okay. Cool, 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 And that whole sequence was just a dream. So he's leaving for school on Halloween. And he checks to see that the goblin is still on the door. It is. But that it hasn't like run off and, you know, become alive. Uh-huh. And he could swear that the goblin's glare seems to follow him. Oh, wow. After school, Karen and Mike walk home together and a chilly wind blows. Ooh. <laughs> and the light the sunlight sun goes down. Lights get dim. And Mike, sharp snaps. And Mike starts to get that feeling again like he's being 
hot. That's hot. That's hot. And he starts to walk faster and faster. They both do until they see the goblin right behind the M. No, please don't. <laughs> with the, with its crazy eyes bulging out of its sockets. Same. And they run. They run. They run home. And they bang on the door. And they get inside. And the mom says, what's wrong? And the mom sh- shuts the door with a bang. And then Mike wakes up again. And that was all a dream again. <laughs> And he wakes up not in his home, but in Mr. Galloway's class. He fell asleep at school, and all the kids are laughing at him. What is this, the gallows? Who is this, Charlie? What is this, Nancy? And he had fallen asleep in class. Oh, geez. Another dream. So that night, before he meets up with Karen, he gets some paper, some glue, some paint, and some glitter. And he decides to make eyelids so that that goblin doesn't look as scary with his big old bulging Simpson size. Do you think... Wait, I'm confused now, though. So, when did he fall asleep and when did he wake up? So, he actually went to school that Halloween morning and he fell asleep in class. Okay, so he'd already made the goblin in that morning or the night before? Oh, no. He has made the goblin. He made the goblin. He and Karen were working on their werewolf costumes. He fell asleep that night and had a dream about them trick-or-treating. And then he woke up and says, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. He decides to go to school on Halloween, and he falls asleep in class and has a dream that he is walking home from school that day. <laughs> okay. Okay. So when, It's important to keep track of this. When they give, when he gives the goblin sexy new eyelids with glitter, I always imagine it as, like, daisy duck eyelids. Yeah, really sexy. Yeah, like like beautiful lavender eyeshadow, like Daisy Duck. Uh, as a child, my favorite cartoon character was by far uh, Daisy Duck, uh, Donald's wife, sometimes girlfriend. Uh, I love Daisy because whenever she blinked or whenever she closed her eyes, you could see that she was wearing a deep purple eyeshadow no matter where she was. (laughs) And I just thought there was something so beautiful and so vulnerable (laughs) about her accidentally revealing how much she cared. (laughs) Donald was always late, and she never complained. But when she closed her eyes, I'd be like, oh, no, she dressed up. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's really hysterical that he grabs glitter to put on the goblin's eyes. And um, just like that drag queen we dated. Yeah, that's for sure. And he says, all right, now that I've given the goblins eye- goblin eyelids, it doesn't look quite as scary, so I probably won't have any more of these crazy nightmares. I'm sure that he won't. He goes over to Karen's house, and they have a wonderful time being werewolves. It's so much fun. Being a werewolf is easy for Halloween. But as he's out and about, he gets that feeling again. Wait a second. I know that feeling. He's had it before. Twice. Yeah, it's this feeling like somebody's watching him, and he feels hot and cold at the same time. And, you know, it's hard for him to, to function in normal life. Yeah, that's hot. And he pulls off his werewolf mask. What? Oh, yes. And, um... It was just a dream. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And then Karen asks him... (laughs) I'm already confused. I think we we need Richard to rewrite this. Hey, Richard. Richard, can you fix this? (laughs) Richard, can can we fix this, please? Yeah. Karen says, what's wrong? Oh, I know what what this... Now I I understand. So they are trick-or-treating. 
Mike gets that feeling again and thinks, oh no, I'm having a dream. Mike Will made it. Yes, Mike says, "Um, this has got to be a dream. I know it's a dream. And Karen says, what are you talking about? And Mike says, no, 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 no. I'm having a terrible dream right now. He throws his trick-or-treating bag away and just starts running home and bangs on the door and bangs on the door. And the door opens just like it has in all of his previous dreams, sort of. And instead of it banging shut that this time, like it has when it's woken him up from the dream, it just closes quietly. And he says, oh, that's weird. Maybe this isn't a dream because all my dreams have ended with the front door banging closed. Oh, shit, this is real. And then he hears a deep voice growling, and he says, oh. I've been waiting for you. And he says, that doesn't sound like my mom. That sounds like that goblin. Oh, maybe the goblin doesn't. Oh, fuck. Because... The goblin doesn't have a high-pitched, silly voice like I thought. It has a deep voice, which is scarier. Mm, mm-hmm, Never mm-hmm. mind. Forget all the other stuff I put. I put in the. Forget all. Forget it. Maybe, maybe a goblin can change how it sounds. Yeah. Yes. And so, <laughs> he, the goblin says, "You, you want, you, you are, you, you want. I want. I want to do the first goblin voice." I'll do the deep, and then you do the high one, and we'll say... Oh, are we do it at the same time? Yes, the, those two lines. I'm... I'm uh, okay. Do you want to be the high voice or the low voice? I want to be the high one. Okay, are you ready? Uh-huh. <clears throat> you wanted me to be scary? How am I doing? And the goblin sort of sharpens his... Clicks his nails and sharpens his nails against each other, like he's, like, sharpening knobs. Up on the rooftop. Click, click, click. 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 He calls her his mom. He goes, "Mom," and, mom, the, and mom. the goblin starts laughing. And his mom runs around. The goblin la- laughed like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't listen to what I said earlier. Mike runs around downstairs from the goblin and tries to find his mom, but his mom is nowhere to be found. No, please. And as Mike is running around, the goblin sort of just clicks around slowly after him, taking his time, like Michael Myers or something. Yeah. And Mike runs upstairs to his room and set about the front door and shoves the bookcase in front of his bedroom door. And oh, this part's fucked up and scary. It is. This gets this gets curly crazy, Richard. So help help us figure this out. So Mike trips over some sneakers in his room and falls into his bed. Must be. Um. Yeah, that's right. It's sneaker night, and he realizes that there's something in his bed, and he pulls back the covers and he sees himself in his bed sleeping. No. Whoa! And he tries to shake himself awake as he hears the goblin sharp nails scraping up the stairs. This is terrifying. And then his door bursts open. The bookcase is knocked over. Books go flying everywhere. And the goblin's there, bitch. This is one strong goblin. Yes. And the goblin walks up and Mike says, I can't believe I'm not waking up from this dream. And the goblin dies for him but trips on that bookcase that was in front of the door. Oh. And Mike, Mike continues to shake himself so hard, slaps himself so hard, and screams, wake up and wake up. And the goblin says, you can't, you can't, you can't wake, wake up. up. This nightmare won't end because I'm, I'm not, not in your, your dream. dream. You're, You're in my mine. dream. Like what? So would you please read the end of this story? You are in my dream, the goblin repeated. He glared at me hungrily. And I don't plan to wake up because we're just coming to the best part. The part where I have my dinner. What? I don't know. Now what? 
I think it's very terrifying, this idea of you seeing yourself in bed and you can't wake yourself up is yeah, really Yeah, actually, I really like up. that. That's very scary. It gets it gets really lost in the middle. And halfway through this episode, I was thinking, I was like, well, this is the hardest time I've ever had following a plot. You know, like... Yeah. It seems it seemed even more confusing talking about it out loud than reading it by myself. But then in the end, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't so bad. I kind of like it, I think. Yeah. I would like to... I would like... I would like to see this. You need to draw the fucking goblin so you know what it looks like. I want to draw it. But I think... Do you think this could be a TV episode? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I think it would all rest in, like, how this goblin is portrayed and what the goblin looks like. Maybe. Maybe. Mm, Yeah. I would like to see it because I'd like to see what the goblin looks like. Yes. I'd like to see... I would love... I think it'd be cute if this was, like, one of the Goosebumps villains or something. The goblin. You know, but, like, I like that we have, like, a classic sort of, like, creature monster figure, like a goblin. That doesn't happen often. Yeah, I like, I liked when, I liked I'm Telling last books when we had, like, a gargoyle. And that's fun. I really like like that. that we have a goblin now. Do you think that maybe the goblin would potentially, would potentially look too similar to the haunted mask? I was thinking it would, in my mind, it kind of is like a lawn gnome. It kind of is like a lawn gnome. Like it's the haunted mask and a lawn gnome put together. Yeah. Cause so it, maybe it wouldn't be successful as a TV episode because the elements seem similar to other things. Yeah. And I bet what they would do is they'd put a little person in a costume. Don't you think? Yes. Because I thought, like, I don't know. I think of goblins is not big. No, I think the goblin, I'm not sure if, if RL said, but I think the goblin is probably, I don't know, max three feet tall. We've probably thought more about this than he did. Yeah, I'll tell you that much. The Goblin's Glare. The, the Goblin's, goblin's Glare. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. You guys are I Thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. You'll never know. You'll never even know. Next episode, we're bats about bats. Can oh. you believe it's still Halloween? My bat tits. Yes, it's still Halloween. We got two more, don't we? We have. Yes, we have two more. Two more. Bats about bats and the space suit snatcher. But next time, we're getting batty, bitch. Are you ready, girl? Oh, it's bat time. If you If you dare. Same explosion that gave birth to me. The exploding gas gave me great strength. And of course, the hobgoblins' weapons were right there at Oscorp. Right for the picking. But they no longer were meant for him. The gas saw to that. There was only one true goblin. The 